0: everyone and welcome to the next episode of businesses built on passion our latest cats pajamas podcast series and um, I'm absolutely delighted to have two guests uh on this episode. So welcome to uh, David and Isha. Um, they are co-founders of House of Sin, um, a cinnamon bun bakery, which absolutely sounds delicious um, and launched in July 2020. Um, but it isn't all as it seems. There's definitely uh, more to House of Sin um, than you might first realise. So I will let David and Isha talk a little bit about um, what their business does. But I was absolutely um, delighted to hear uh, David talking about house of sin at small business saturday uk small biz 100 event and uh david you spoke with such passion and purpose that i just had to invite you on um to come and tell us a little bit more about what you're up to so um would you like to just explain a little bit more about the background um, of house of sin
1: yes thank you so much first of all for inviting us to this of. This uh, business filled with fashion.
2: <laughs> and
1: a little bit of background about uh, House of Singh. Well, my name is David, and here's uh, my co founder, isha as well. And we both started by serving in like a it was a social justice initiative that was a part of a bigger charity um, back uh, in When did you start, Asia? Was it 2016?
2: When
1: you start? 2015. 15, okay. So, yeah. Quite a, bit, quite a long time ago, I joined in <laughs> uh, April 2017, so we as, a, as a social initiative that tried to uh, start what well, at the beginning was simply giving um, non-invasive minimal uh, advice, health advice to the service users, the rock sleepers Across London, That's, that was the main task mm-hmm. of the charity that we belong to and soon after we realized that the people uh, were in need of this medical advice but the thing that they were craving for that thing that brought get us kept them coming back was uh the social contact with us was that communication that little chat that we had every sunday with them so we decided in 2017 to start a new initiative that is called street cafe and the whole point of this initiative the whole point of this venture was to create community build relationships befriend the rough sleepers that we were meeting across the streets in central london and start building an environment where they feel acknowledged where they feel recognized and where they just can, can could feel the trust in a reciprocal way from them to us and from us to them and that's how we started getting in contact, jumping on the streets and in out these outreach activities. At the beginning, it was simply bringing some coffee and having a table where, where we could have our service users to come and have a chat every Sunday morning. It started growing into dinners every Wednesday night, where we, when we had an indoor space, offering some pizza every single Wednesday and having just wonderful chats, spending some nice time with our service users, building trust with them and there was a point where we wanted to keep providing uh, some more help because we got some feedback from them uh, saying that there is loads of uh, of uh, resources out there for them Uh, if they need food they can have it if they need um, to have anything sorted out in terms of id they can find that as well but they were missing the trust with the people that were providing that service. They found it very transactional, where they arrived there, they got what they needed and that was it. So we wanted to be the bridge, we wanted to build the gap between between these amazing services that are already available out there and the people by meeting them where they are in the streets. And in order to provide um, our little grain, uh, we decided to start House of Sing, which is a social. A social enterprise, community interest company that destines 65 of its profits to uh, social costs, which in this case is Street Cat, the outreach for the for the rough sleepers across London. And our main our main product are cinnamon buns. We specialize on the production of cinnamon baked goods. And at the same time, we try to we are trying to implement a program that transitions the rough sleepers that we meet through Street Cat into employment in a smooth manner so that they can acquire this financial freedom and break the cycles of homelessness that keeps them trapped in in the streets pretty much so that's that's house of seeing i don't know if you want to add something isha
2: no i think you covered everything perfectly (laughs) <laughs> I was going
0: to say I love you and that's about it but it's like such a massive purpose with so much importance for, for all of those people across um, central London here rough sleeping that you just, you say you say it so casually but you're, you're doing really great stuff but um, one of the things that um, I wondered is why cinnamon buns? What was the inspiration behind the cinnamon bun element?
1: Well basically uh, Isha and I are quite uh People were like crazy about cinnamon buns, and <laughs> there was a couple of stores. but well, mainly one big store that used to sell them in London, and we were crazy about it. But they closed all their stores across central London, even in the UK. And we They should even try to make some cinnamon buns at home at the beginning. It was uh,
2: yeah
1: say you didn't get to try them. And I, I gotta beat that. But yeah, when we decided to do something more for our service users, the first thing that came across across our mind uh, was cinnamon buns. And We started rolling the ball, started building uh, a little bit the idea, and we ended up with a nice
0: product. Brilliant, I love that. So um, you've talked a bit about your inspiration and your whole journey right back for, for you, Isha, from 2015, and how this has kind of come about. Yeah. But, but what's given you that final push Really go for it because obviously, in July this year, uh, House of Sin came into being. So, what was it that really gave you that final kind of nudge to make that happen?
2: I think for for both of us, it's kind of always been well, once we started and we decided this is something that we're going to do, we kind of abandoned any thought of turning back and not doing it. And so, I think we, we had an important meeting at the beginning of of lockdown where one of our mentors was asking us like well how do you see this moving forward now you want it to be a physical bakery and are you guys considering stepping back and in the meeting David was like oh no that's definitely not an option for us we're going to move forward it's just about figuring out how <laughs> so I think that's always kind of been our, our mindset that's, that,
0: that's brilliant that's- so positive and I'm, I'm assuming that your service users the the rough sleepers that you're working with and people that you're trying to get into kind of employment and breaking that cycle are, are part of the inspiration for you too
2: definitely i think that um i've always imagined that um if that was somebody that i really loved father or brother on the street it wouldn't be a matter of all we'll give some handouts and hopefully help them at some point but there would be a real sense of urgency of these are people's loved ones that we need to help as soon as possible and i think that's what keeps us from kind of delaying or moving slowly with this is something that we're really passionate about helping these people as soon as we can i think that that comes across so so strongly so yeah
0: Absolute hats off to you for, for everything you're doing, and you've, you've mentioned um COVID happening. Um, so <laughs> what, what has been, um, I don't, I don't want to make assumptions, but but what has been your, your biggest challenge with setting up House of Sin and kind of getting it off the ground?
1: There's been quite a, quite a few hurdles because, um, I was saying, well, like, we got selected by uh the Collective Foundation to start uh to be a part of accelerator program and at the beginning we entered there with just an idea and we came up with a with a fully developed product so the help from that side was amazing but everything this this was the end of this program was December right so we were thinking about starting everything launching in a couple of stalls in different markets across London in January and February and everything was ready and all of a sudden COVID-19 hit and we had to This plan and our entire setup, and I think that, that was one of the biggest challenges we were thinking of producing the cinnamon buns, taking them to the store market, and people loving them in the streets of London. We have to switch from that to okay, we're going to produce the cinnamon buns, we are going to make them proof, uh, prove them for the delivery, generate this BIY that we call make it yourself boxes, and we are going to allow people to enjoy the process of uh, making the cinnamon buns at home. And, that was, I think, one of the biggest challenges, in my opinion, was the completely pivot and shifting the, the direction of the business to, to still accomplish the goal of helping the rough sleepers that we were contacting through StreetCath, I think that was probably the biggest one. Of course,
0: and I love BIY, Bake It Yourself, that's brilliant. Whoever came up with that, <laughs> that is inspired. <laughs> I love that idea. Um, so, I mean, it's, this seems like a bit of a silly question, really, given your purpose and, and what you're trying to achieve. But um, you're quite early on in your journey in terms of the, the July 2020 launch. But what what are you guys most proud of? What have been your greatest successes so far?
1: My opinion, maybe Asia has another one. I don't know, but one of the things that I also one of the things that, that helped me to, to move forward and keep pushing was um, at the beginning when we started kind of like uh introducing one of well let me take it a little bit back um at the beginning of lockdown we managed to get a smartphone to one of our service users so that we keep so we get contact with him uh through different video calls we also do uh reading plans with him and all these sort of things to, to just keep in chat keep in contact with him and thanks to that smartphone we were able to introduce him to a couple of shifts in the kitchen doing some basic stuff to get a smooth transition from home he's already in accommodation and we wanted a smooth transition from home into what could be a future routine and this first time the first shift that he did with us he, he also every day calls his mom and that day, his his mom called him during the shift, and we were like, yeah, yeah, go ahead, pick up. Uh, he went out, and when he came back, he said, okay, I talk to my mom every day, and today was the first day that I could tell her that I felt useful, and that was literally like, wow, I think that this, all this, all this hassle, all this, for all this sacrifice that we put putting here, is absolutely worth it. So I think that's one of the things that I'm most proud of from
0: this past few months deep feeling that real sense of purpose from the support you've been able to give them is just just brilliant. I love that. Yeah, very emotional. Made me made me well up a bit hearing that story. Um, Isha, is 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 there something else you wanted to add around sort of successes and, and what you
2: feel proud of? Yeah, I would definitely echo what um, what David just said, and also to just add. It was a time when we were in our ideation stage where we were still interacting with rough sleepers and felt really limited by what we could offer them to help. So just now having this business in our hands that we can use to change people's lives, it makes that conversation so much more powerful, I think, when we meet in, when we meet our, our service users now, being able to say, yes, we can offer you and community, but we've also built this that we can help you more yeah that's just brilliant
0: I'm, I'm going to throw a bit of the curveball question in which i didn't send you in advance because i know i sent a few a few ideas of things that we might talk about but um, everything you've mentioned about working with um, your service users is obviously all about relationships and sort of relationship building and communication with each other so um i just wondered what's it like for both of you in terms of being co-founders of this kind of you know how is your relationship kind of um developed in terms of how you think about the business and how you kind of share ideas and think about what it is you might want to do next
1: i think that asia and i uh connect quite well and we are we are always in the pretty much in the same line when it comes to put ideas on the table and when it comes to uh decide where the business is going because at such an early stage and such a unpredictable time as we are living right now I think that it's crucial to be flexible and to be able to shift direction very quickly based on what's going on and based on the needs of, of the business and I think that every single time that we've had to do that um, Ishi and I have managed to, to communicate it well and get it done so I think that our relationship has just, made, has just strengthened through the
0: that we're building together brilliant um, so uh, what motivates you guys to keep going and I'm, I'm sure it is the impact that you're having on, on your service users but if you could kind of describe what your motivations are, what, what motivates you to keep going given all of the challenges of Covid and the fact you've had to be agile and think on your feet and pivot what is it that keeps you pushing forward
1: I think that I would like, yeah, pretty much what Aisha just said in the last, in, in her last answer, I think that the the fact that we are trying to build a platform where we can offer instant help to everybody that we reach out to and that is willing to accept that help, that's probably the biggest motivation and the biggest boost for for me personally to, to continue building the business and to continue building uh, the platform that we are creating we were saying at the beginning we like to think of the services as the beloved ones of somebody and if you put yourself in that position you want to help them the sooner the better and if we are able to create a platform where we can instantaneously say okay i can get you out of where you are you just need to let me help you out
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, i think that's the biggest motivation
0: what what's next for you guys I know it's still fairly early you're still in the same year that you've set your business up but what what have you got your sights on next in terms of what you'd like to achieve with house of sin
2: Um, I think for us we're even though Covid kind of took this off the table to start we would really love to have a physical bakery at some point (laughs) I think that's still one of our one of our goals for sure Absolutely sure that it will, will happen for you. So,
0: if people listening to this podcast, who I'm sure will absolutely um, be on board with your purpose and hear how much passion you have for it, if people listening want to support House of Sin, how can they best do that? Is it just to buy your buns? What's what? What can they be doing to support you guys?
1: Yeah, I think that the first thing that they could do is uh, jump any social media platform that we are in mostly instagram give us a follow that's where we release most of the news about um, delivery rounds that we that we do for the cinnamon boxes and yeah just spread some kindness by (laughs) box to somebody else and also just um it's great to have some 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 help with the outreach even if it's not as a part of our community just um just make time in your commute or in your daily walk or, well, not much of a commute these days, but yeah. Yeah. You just acknowledge the people that you see, sleeping rough because most of the times, all they need is just a, a hello or just to be acknowledged where they are. So I think that those are two, two good ways to help us spread the cause.
0: They are brilliant ways, and and we talked a bit earlier before we started recording the your desire to support your service users around their mental health. So um, all of that, you know, treating people with respect and reaching out and talking to them like the human beings that they are, probably a really important part of helping people with that. But um potentially you exactly. might be looking for some support around the mental health aspects of what you do. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Absolutely. Brilliant, that's fabulous. And how do people find out more about you? What's your website address? How do they find you on Instagram if they are inspired to know more and um, support your cause?
1: Yeah, our website is... uh... Houseofsin.co.uk. you can find everything about us the different stages in which we staggered the relationship building with our service users, a bit about our products, a bit about our past, some of our collaborators and that's for the webpage if they want some content on the cinema Bonds, some nice pictures of uh, the social mission that we have and also the bonus, the final products they can follow us on at Sin instagram or twitter very soon tiktok probably and <laughs> yeah, those are the main, the main resources
0: brilliant thank you um thank you so much for taking the time to tell us about house of sin and to educate us on your cause um around supporting rough sleepers is is there any final thought that you guys would like to leave us with on this podcast before we say goodbye
1: yeah i wanted to thank you for for inviting us to this podcast and as i was saying just uh acknowledge everybody that you've seen in the streets and take some time to you know, have a chat with them, that's most of the time.
0: Brilliant. Thank you so much, David and Isha. It's an absolute pleasure to talk to you and I wish you um, huge success with House of Sin and um, absolutely echo your sentiments that, that there's something that everybody can do um, to help perhaps loopers out there. So um, I hope people take that on board and thank you so much for being part of the podcast. Thank
2: you.